Hey, welcome to the Artifice of Sound. I'm your host, Sam Doctor. With me, as always, is my co-host, Mike Musco. Yeah. How are you doing today, Mike? Oh, pretty good. I'm enjoying a uh, hot cup of tea right now, as you can see. Yeah. What kind of tea is that? Well, would you like to guess? Sure, but you have to guess what kind of tea I'm drinking, too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Do I get any hints? Well, first you can guess if it's black tea, green tea, or white tea. Okay, I'm going to go with, you seem like a black tea guy. No, no, that's no, wrong. No, I do enjoy a black tea, but this right now is a green tea. Okay, it's green. Uh-huh. Uh, obvious next choice would be jasmine green tea. Nope. Okay, Uh, how about ginger green tea? I do enjoy ginger green tea, but this is not that. Okay, I'm totally lost. What the hell are you drinking? <laughs> <laughs> this is a uh, candy cane flavored what? green tea. Oh, yeah. come on. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it is uh it is February 8th. <laughs> yeah, I'm still enjoying my uh my uh stocked uh purchase of candy cane green tea. It sounds like you overstocked a little bit. I did. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, you were telling me, didn't you go to the store and like you you bought like basically everything that they had, and the girl mm. at that this was that's from Trader Joe's, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I told you this already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I bought like probably six boxes, and uh, it'll probably last me probably till next Christmas. Okay. Yeah. Good. And now let me guess what kind of tea you're drinking. Yeah. Go ahead. See if you can. Well, I'm guessing you have to work tonight. Is that mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. So I'm you're probably drinking some black tea. Oh yeah. yeah okay. Definitely. Now. I will I will give you a hint. It has a funny name. Hmm. Is it a brand a funny name? No, no, I don't think it's a brand. Uh I'm pretty sure that it is uh, you know, just a common type of black tea. It's uh known for being very aromatic, very hmm. uh distinguished in its taste. Hmm. It is a it is a British tea. Earl Grey? No, no, not Earl Grey. No, but Earl Grey is more aromatic than this. I don't know why this one is known for being aromatic when it's not really. This is Darjeeling, Mike. Oh, okay. Yeah. The finest the finest tea from I, what I can only assume is the coast of India or something like that. It sounds I like an no Indian. no idea. Yeah, probably. Darjeeling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, anything going on with you lately, man? I'm, I'm, I've been busy since the last time we talked to you. Just been working. Uh. Yeah, I've been busy uh, drinking lots of tea. You know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I did forget to... Oh, shoot. I should have brought this up immediately. Uh, we might have a bit of a problem, Mike. Uh-oh. What's, yeah. what's the problem? Okay. Well, uh, I got a phone call um, the other day that uh, left me kind of worried. We sort of got a cease and desist notice. What? Yeah, yeah. Um, did you do? Just want me to play the voicemail? Oh sure. Yeah. Okay. My heart's uh, beating outside of my chest right now. Yeah. See what you think about this. You have one new voice message. Howdy, y'all. This is Chugs Bantam from Bantam and Brewster's Attorney at Law. I'm just calling to let you all know that we are filing a class action defamation lawsuit against y'all on top. On behalf of a few artists listed on the affidavit, here I have a Bondo, Chauncey, Standpipe, the Vampire Shitheads, the Jogger Boys, and Retarded Monkey Farm, as well as uh, some complaints of uncomplicit sponsorship from the Big Shaving Company and Wise Potato Chips. 
And while I have y'all on the line, I wanted to let you know about a few sponsorships opportunities. Um, you may have noticed when I introduced myself, uh, I work for for uh, Bantam and Brewster. Uh, the Brewster is my partner. That is, he's a uh, Johan Guthy Brewster, the founder of Brewsters, and and he's interested in making the brand younger and hip. So he wants to advertise on a podcast. So just get back to me about that opportunity. The number is 814-944-2229. Based out of Altoona, PA. I will let y'all know we do share a line with the Pizza Hut here. So if you call, just ask for Chugs. They'll, they'll have the phone off to me. I work back here by the ovens. Yeah. Okay. Uh, wow. What do you think about that, Mike? Well, I just want uh, Mr. Chugs to know that uh, everything we're doing is 100% legal. Uh, if you want to come at us, we have a highly paid, highly trained team of uh, lawyers, and we'll gladly take <laughs> you to court, baby. Yeah, I, uh, I, I didn't even bother. I called the number. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that is the number for our Altoona Pizza Hut. Uh. And I asked for Chugs, and uh, they said he wasn't in. This was hmm. at probably 2 o'clock on, on Monday, so I'm not sure if he's cutting out early or what. But 2 o'clock on a Monday, well, our legal team is here on 2 o'clock on a Monday. Our legal team is available 24-7. I have them chained up in the basement right now. They're yeah. down there, you know, filing, uh, filing some papers for me right now. <sighs> I guess there's not much we can do about it right now. I... I Left him uh, a message with uh, people from Pizza Hut for him to call me back. So uh, hopefully gets back in touch. Um, until then, I don't see any reason to stop. I think we should keep going. Yeah, we have uh, nothing to be afraid of. Yeah, I mean, uh, if Johan Guthy Brewster and uh, what's this guy's name? Chugs Bantam. Chugs. C- First of all, I'm not really that worried about uh, a cease and desist letter coming from a guy who uh does his paperwork in between the the pizza ovens and the toppings area at the altoona pizza hut so <laughs> yeah good luck not getting a pizza sauce on your paperwork <laughs> yeah. dude. you bring that into court and you're gonna get laughed out chugs <laughs> yeah. so uh but yeah i mean maybe he'll maybe we'll get back to us i think we should just ignore it for now yeah uh people always want to attack the people on top and uh this is completely unfounded and it's complete bullshit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But, you know, moving on, uh, today we have probably my favorite thing that we've reviewed so far uh, for the show. It's, it's a, a group called Sconey Mac, uh, and the album is Benevolent Order of the Antelopes. And I think this uh, I think this album's from around 2009. I'm not sure, though. Uh, I started listening to it back in 2011. When it, This is another one of those submissions that I got when I was doing that uh, sort of uh, blog, the music review blog, and this was by far probably my favorite thing that I received over the couple of months that I was doing it, and uh, I still listen to it all the time. I I love this stuff. So, Mike, you you had a chance to uh, listen to it real quick before you came over today. Yeah, I listened to it today. Uh, I think the second to last song I probably listened to three times, maybe. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's I, awesome, dude. I really dug it. Yeah, I this has been on my iPod for you know. It's 2016, so it's been on my iPod for four or five years now. Uh, I love it. So is it a uh, solo act kind of thing? No, I think that it's actually a, a group. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
the the last time that I had talked to them, whenever I uh, I I did like a little bouncing back emails back and forth. Uh, initially, whenever I reviewed them on the blog uh, back in 2011, they were still out and touring and stuff like that. Uh, oh, okay. I'm not sure if they're defunct now or not. Uh, I'll have to, you know, maybe check that out later on, and I'll see if uh, I can get these guys to like post this on their social media or something like that. I guess, but yeah. Uh, yeah, so do you do you just want to listen to the first song right away? Yeah, uh, sure. This one's called Ironworkers Local. Uh, again, the band is Sconey Mac. That's S-C-O-N-Y Mac. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and put it on. That should give us a good idea of, uh, you know, what we're dealing with from the start here. Uh, immediately, as soon as this comes on, I noticed that the rec- recording quality is excellent. Uh, I was, I can remember having received a lot of very, very bad material. I put this on back in 2011, and I instantly was like, oh my god, a, a real band sent me their music. Like, uh, this this is just as good as anything that I that I listen to that's, you know, Big name professional stuff. I mean, it, it reminds me a little bit of uh, uh, of Halo Benders, the way that the the sort of textures of the guitar are, and uh, a little bit of a mathy, wandering quality to the leads. But at the same time, um, I don't know that it's got a uh, a nice even keel to it. I like the vocalist a lot. Uh, you know, he's got sort of a pleasant whine that he's doing yeah i didn't like it at first but after like halfway through the ep it grew on me pretty yeah, quickly absolutely um what wh- what does this make you think of mike uh kind of reminds me of the uh american beauty album by the grateful dead really a lot of that kind okay. of fiddling around with uh, different guitars yeah jamming and stuff yeah. like that. it's uh yeah it, it makes me wonder how much is actually uh you know, sort of, I'm sure that now that they have it recorded and down, uh, you know, everything is locked in as far as the lead lines go and stuff like that. But um, it makes me think that it was sort of uh, improvised in the in the studio a little bit. It feels very organic uh, the way that they sort of play uh, that lead guitar. I think that's probably the defining element of uh, that first song. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's great. Yeah, I really, really enjoy this. Uh, well, do you, do you want to listen to the second one? Yeah, sure. We can just power through this, man. Uh, there's only five songs in the album. As far as I know, I don't think they have anything else. Uh, I saw <clears throat> today on their band camp an album called Going Green. Okay. But I didn't listen to it. Is, is it newer than this or older? I think you know? so, yeah. Oh, cool. I'll have to check that out. Um, All right, so this one's called Marblehead Light. Uh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, so what I think you end up with uh, is this interesting sort of interpretation of uh, bluegrass uh, and where they've uh, incorporated sort of ele elements of uh, math rock and indie pop and stuff like that. Uh, very nice bass work. Uh, yeah. The band is incredibly tight. Yeah, I liked how loud the bass was. Like, yeah, me too. Just as loud as everything else. Yeah, and I also uh, I also like how there's very little reverb on absolutely anything but the lead guitar. So uh, that kind of makes you feel like you're you're about like three inches from the microphone whenever you listen to it. Uh, yeah, and I, a lot of the times like this kind of stuff, they like drown the vocals in reverb, and they did not do it with this. No, and no, I really I, like that. I really like it. You can sort of imagine. Uh, being in the room with them, you know what I mean? Uh, it's very uh, sort of intimate recording style. Oh, is, is that them right there? <laughs> oh, no. no, no. That, that's a chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, I really liked it. And it's a cool structure, too. Like, they kind of – it's kind of just one kind of repeating thing, but it changes enough that it's still really interesting. Yeah, yeah, sort of uh, minimalistic in that yeah. in the way that it's structured, but uh, certainly not minimalistic in the way uh, – in the presentation aspect of it. A lot going on. Yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, so far in the album, there's not really uh, – for me, there, there's just like sort of a uh, – I guess a, a motif of uh, sort of bright, uh, airy – guitar melodies and stuff like that uh the lyrics are never bad yeah uh, i like the uh peaches and power was it peaches and power lines yeah yeah, yeah uh, you just sort cool. of uh i mean for me uh it the album feels like it came from a place that's a lot like uh our hometown you know yeah. um the blue collar town you know uh, maybe that's the result of uh some of the song names and stuff like that but uh i think that's probably intentional Okay, uh, Festival of Maps. This is the third track on the album. Warmth in our toes And we're starting up fights in the split 
Okay, so in some ways, this is uh, one of my favorite tracks, and it's also sort of the weakest track uh, in terms of uh, just how, how clean everything comes through and uh, the sort of choices that they made <laughs> whenever they uh, recorded it. I, I kind of hate that... Uh, that weird tremolo effect that they have on the guitar. It's oh, sort of, I, I like that a lot. You like that? Okay. Yeah. For me, it just makes everything feel kind of like messy. And I mean, that's yeah. probably what they're going for, I guess. But uh, I do like how this song has sort of like a rubber band quality to it where uh, they'll all sort of fall out of rhythm and uh, catch themselves back up again. Uh, it just feels stretchy. Um, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Uh, also... Well, I I kind of like the the way the mix is made too. I guess the the hi hat being so high in the mix. Uh, again, it just it, it feels very uh, intimate the way it's recorded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can tell that uh, they probably uh, recorded it like maybe they should have waited a month or so till they get it more down. But that's what. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it feels a little bit loose. Yeah, uh, you're definitely right, man. Uh, maybe maybe rush the recording process. Yeah, just but a little bit. maybe that's the only time they could do it or something. Yeah, and it could be intentional. I mean, uh, they they wouldn't be the first band to uh, record something in an intentionally sloppy way. Um, not that it's incredibly sloppy, but uh, that's the the least professional sound uh, on the album, I think for sure. It's interesting, but uh, yeah, if you're gonna skip one, that's probably the one. And you said this one is your your favorite, right? Uh, you feel no sentiment? Yeah, that's the one. Okay, cool. Uh, we'll just put this on real quick.
Yeah, I'm not sure why it hadn't occurred to me until now, but this uh, this song reminds me a lot of Bright Eyes. Sounds like uh, something that Connor Oberst would do to hmm. me. Did you ever play the uh, video game Chrono Cross? Yeah, okay. <laughs> kind of, it kind of reminds me of some of the background music of that game. Wait, hold on a second. Uh, I think I played... Wait, Chrono Cross is for the SNES? No, it's for the PlayStation. Yeah, oh, PlayStation. Okay, I played the one before that. Oh, Chrono Trigger. Yeah, Chrono Trigger. Yeah, yeah. That, that one's awesome. Dude. Yeah, they both they both are awesome. You're a big fan of the JRPGs, then? Yeah. Yeah. What else have you been? Uh, have you been playing anything lately, Mike? I got Dragon Age Inquisition, but haven't oh. started it yet. Yeah. Good luck with I that. I also haven't started Skyrim either. You haven't started Skyrim? No. Are you yet. kidding me? Oh my god! Yeah, I've had it for years, but haven't opened it up. So yet. you never played like Oblivion or Morrowind or anything like that. Nah. Oh, you've got to start Skyrim, man! It's awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I mean, hear that. It's like uh, it's like GTA in in a medieval setting, kind of. It's a lot deeper than that, you know. But uh, uh, that's, that's what it feels like. You can, if you walk up to somebody in the street, you can yeah, cut them down with a sword or whatever. Oh, so cool. Yeah, uh, just do whatever you want. But, um. Yeah, I, I was b- big into JRPGs whenever I was uh, in uh, probably junior high. I think uh, I, I was playing through uh, Final Fantasy VII for like the nth time, I guess. I've, st- I've only, uh, I'm kind of waiting for the remake to come out for the PS4 because I've never really played Seven. Yeah. I've gotten like an hour into it. It's, it's kind of interesting uh, that they're going to remake it now because... Uh, well, for me, like I replayed the first disc like a couple of years ago, and I realized that uh, the sort of plot of the game seems wildly inappropriate now. <laughs> okay, so you are uh, your character is an eco terrorist. Okay, that is uh, it, at the beginning of the game involved in a plot to blow up a a reactor in a city. Yeah, I got to that. I got that far. Yeah, uh, but. It's like back then, I, I feel like that's that's sort of like a more more of a fantasy sort of story. And now it's like, who <laughs> <laughs> who would want their kids to play a game where they're like, you know, playing the part of a terrorist? <laughs> but I don't know. They're still the good guys and everything, you know. But yeah, um, yeah, I'm playing through six right now. Okay, yeah, that's uh, that one was also for Super Nintendo, right? I'm playing it on the iPad, so I don't know oh. what it was originally for. Okay. Uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, 6 is the one with the uh, the mech suits and stuff like that that, that yeah. people walk around yeah, in? Yeah, the Magitech thing. Yeah, the Magitech. Okay. Yeah. It, your your character is like the only person who can do magic or yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty lame story, a fantasy story, I think. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, that and it feels like that game in particular, when you compare them to some of the older... Uh, Final Fantasies is like intentionally easy. Uh, yeah, I haven't given up on this one because I've I've given up on Final Fantasy three like probably yes, four times. That's pretty hard. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, let me ask you this: Have you ever lost a battle in uh, six? No, <laughs> I don't think I have. So did you uh, did you ever play eight? No, not yet. Okay, that's my favorite one. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. You th- like it more than seven? Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, first of all, the graphics are way cooler. And second of all, uh, your main character has a, it's it's like the stupidest weapon in Final Fantasy ever. It's called a gun blade, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's a it's a sword where the handle is like uh, the handle of a revolver. Yeah. And uh, when you go to like slash an enemy, if you time it perfectly by hitting the the R one button, 
like it shoots a round of ammunition and you get damage <laughs> bonuses and stuff like that. Badass. Yeah, and there's a pretty cool card game uh, that's involved in it too, uh, which I can't remember the name of. But wow, holy cow! JRPGs, we got off uh, track there a little bit. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, do you do you want to listen to the last song, or do you want to send people to the, to their SoundCloud and uh, or their Bandcamp or whatever? I thought the last one was probably the weakest on the album. Okay, we'll skip it. Yeah. Uh, well, if you want to listen to more Sconey Mac, you can go to sconeymac.bandcamp.com. Uh, this album is available for uh, any price that you can name. You can get it for free. Uh, you can pay them ten dollars. I don't know. Now, Sam, when when I can pay any price that I want, and I choose to actually pay something. My two choices are always four dollars and twenty cents, <laughs> or six dollars and sixty-six cents. <laughs> and uh, this this EP is well worth the six dollars and sixty-six cents. Yeah, yeah, I'd okay, so. dude, that's a hilarious way of. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna start doing that too. That's really funny. Four twenty, baby. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. So, get on over to uh, sconeymac.bandcamp.com. Give these guys 60, 666 or 420. <laughs> they have a few other albums available. Uh, this one was from 2010, not yeah. 2009. I forgot to say how much I like the artwork, too, on that. Yeah, yeah. They seem like uh, cool dudes from Chicago, Illinois. Uh, so if you're located there, uh, see if uh, they're playing a show or something like that. I highly recommend this band. So, uh, Mike, do we have a sponsor for this podcast? Yeah, this week we're sponsored by Miller Lite. Okay, cool. Yeah, Miller Lite. Uh, <laughs> Drink Miller Lite. Keep drinking. Don't stop drinking. <laughs> Don't stop drinking. Keep drinking Miller Lite. Drink it good. <laughs> <laughs> Keep drinking. Don't stop. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think that's that's pretty good. Uh, if you want to send us music, you can send a submission to ourbandsuck at gmail.com. That's O-U-R-B-A-N-D-S-S-U-C-K at gmail.com. Uh, you know, send us, send us your music. We'd love to have it. Um, and give us five stars on the uh, iTunes rating if you're able to do that. Yeah, give us five stars or else. <laughs> yeah, do it. <laughs> uh, in any case, uh, Mike, we'll probably be uh, meeting back up on Thursday to record another episode. Does that sound good for you? Yeah, probably. Okay. Uh, still waiting for that uh, call back from our, uh, our buddy Chugs. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. There may not be an episode on Thursday. We'll find out. Yeah, who knows? Okay. Uh, well, take care, Mike. Yep, see you later. See you guys on Thursday.